0: Um, okay, this is the uh, intro for the podcast.
1: Woo, we ready for this one? (laughs) you already got the drink out
0: (laughs) yeah i had to for this episode
1: hey guys welcome back to the silver screen fiends podcast i'm your host sam and i'm blake and we're coming back at you with another cruddy christmas special and uh (laughs) there are actually no words that can describe what we're about to discuss today um (laughs) but before we get into that we hope everyone had a nice holiday blake what did you get to do
0: I uh, visited family, watched some movies, and that's pretty much it. It was pretty chill uh, chill holidays for me. That's how I like it.
1: Did you get socks? I got coal. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, my holiday was nice as well. Um, I did not go to two of my bigger family parties because, I mean, do I even need to say why? So I decided I was just gonna <laughs> hang at home And then go to my grandma's for a little bit But I got a really fucking cool Cocktail maker It's like a Keurig You ever see these things? It's, it's, it's I like, think I have yeah, it's, And they uh, look awesome Yeah this one's a uh, black and decker It's basically just a big Keurig um, The bitch of it though Is like you have to Put like the corresponding liquor bottles To whatever capsule you put in And like depending on the drink strength, it'll just suck out the liquor. Like I, like a dumbass, I I switched it to like really high. I made an old fashioned and a LIT. I switched it to high and just kept like sucking out tequila for the LIT. I'm just like, <laughs> they're not fucking kidding with that drink. So yeah, um, it makes them strong. Yeah. But it was, uh, I, that's gotta be one of the coolest gifts I've ever received. So yeah. yeah uh, awesome. So I had a nice holiday, uh, drowned myself in nog, and also partook in some Christmas favorites. I rewatched uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, I actually oh, showed. I too. actually showed a few friends. Now, have you seen the new version with the newly restored song they cut when love is? Gone? I
0: heard about it. I watched Muppet Christmas Carol this year before I knew that they did anything. So I guess I did, and I probably just didn't even notice that there was something extra, but i heard about that the other day and i was like oh i just watched that i guess i didn't even notice
1: yeah it was holy shit i can see why they cut it from the movie because that song is fucking dark it's like it's like basically ebenezer's fiance saying you legit don't love me and i'm moving on and it's just like which is hysterical because for a movie about Christmas Carol, like that's even darker than the <laughs> it's like it's like too real. We don't need that for the kids in there. You know, Yeah, <laughs> that's too much. Um, but yeah, then I watched all my regular specials like Grinch and Jingle all the way. I'm trying to think of what else I watched. Um, oh, I did watch that new Christmas story. Which is just oh, called yeah. a Christmas story. Is, Christmas? I haven't watched it. It's, yeah, it's whatever. I mean, I, because I, I, I think we all can agree that a Christmas story is just like, it, it's one of those traditions that's so fucking overdone that you almost never want to actually put it on. It just yeah. happens to be on your relative's TV looping around the holiday yeah. season. So there's,
0: I think I don't remember which channel, one of the TV channels shows it on 24 hour loop during Christmas. I don't remember which one.
1: Yeah, they basically hate people, but it, it's <laughs> and you always seem to always catch like the iconic scenes, like, yeah. the, like the lamp and him getting his fucking tongue stuck to the pole. Yeah. So you know what's uh, good?
0: one thing about it is it's a very short movie.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it was so wild uh, seeing Billingsley Be- uh, basically still look like a kid. It, yeah. he, he's, it's His face, like, barely changed. I don't know. It was I wouldn't say it was dog shit, but, you know, uh, I, this next movie, though. <laughs> oh, <Woo! laughs> man, it's a stinker. So um, in, in years past, we would usually sit down and gather some of our favorite Christmas movies and talk about them. This year we decided to just pick one at random, watch it and it's talk about it. Gold. And and I saw this movie and did not even hesitate on pitching it to Blake because <laughs> it is an adaptation of the Nutcracker that had Nathan Lane and John Turturro in it and I was like I'm sold. And it, I, I think I saw it had a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, yeah. you know me, I don't go buy Rotten Tomatoes. But to see that and to see those two in it, I absolutely need to watch this. Um, <laughs> so what's funny is it seems like most adaptations of the Nutcracker story never really seem to get it right. Like, they, they always, like, try to do something unique with it. And then it's not as faithful, or they try to, like, be too faithful and still fuck up the tone of it. But, like, this one just completely misses the mark of it all. (laughs) Um, And the weirdest part is, like, so it was uh, marketing as the Nutcracker in 3D, which piqued my interest even more. But it's actually called Nutcracker, the untold story. And it's a story that should have never been told, because... um, (laughs) It should have remained untold. It, it should have remained untold. Um, this movie had a budget of 90 million fucking dollars, <laughs> which unfortunately, as disgustingly stupid as the film is, you can kind of see, even if the effects aren't great, that it did unfortunately get a budget. <laughs> yeah. And I hate that. And there's, But God, there's so much to unwrap here. I, I want to wrap it back up, but um, so this movie stars Ellie Fanning as Mary, a young girl, much, much like the traditional story, um, living in 1920s Vienna, and naturally it's Christmas time, and uh, she lives with her parents and her younger brother, Mar- Max, sorry, Mark, I was thinking of my father. She's, she's <laughs> upset because it's Christmas and her parents are ditching her to go to a party because her mom's got to be a prima donna and sing, you know. At the ball. So um, she wants everyone to be together. And listen, I don't blame her. Uh, I mean, I would just want my gifts. I don't give a fuck if you're just be back by six in the morning. I don't give a shit. But um, and then her brother burns an ornament, which they had to include for some reason. Um, (laughs) Now, we already get to the best part of the whole movie. So (laughs) their uncle Albert arrives. This character is played by Nathan Lane. I need to know who blackmailed him for this. Um, <laughs> for some reason, and, and 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 as far as I know, and I'd be willing to bet any amount of money that I'm correct in this assumption. In any iteration of the Nutcracker, there's never been any implication that there's been Albert Einstein living in that universe. Like, am I wrong in that assessment? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, but for some fucking reason, they were like, "You know what this movie could use a reference to Albert Einstein." <laughs> so they dress up Nathan Lane with like a Don King wig, and yeah, boy, what a <laughs> description! And boy, what a shame to put Nathan Lane, who is one of my favorites modern mainstream broadway stars he's a musical genius i mean he i love him in pretty much everything but even in this it's like how did he sign off on this it's like i'm albert einstein in a nutcracker adaptation <laughs> like and and they and they treat the audience like they're dumb like they it's like they heavily imply but it's like we know what you're what you're trying to do like this is in vienna albert. Like, it's your name's Albert, it's in Vienna. Then, when he comes and gives the nutcracker doll, uh, nicknamed NC, which by the way is like th- the laziest attempt at giving something a nickname, right? Yeah. Like, you just gave him the initials NC. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Mary falls in love with this doll for whatever reason because it's creepy. <laughs> Um, and then Albert decides to sing a song about the theory of relativity set to the theme of the Nutcracker. Okay, when the Nutcracker suite, the entire thing was originally composed. They did not have lyrics in mind. This movie said, hey, fuck that completely. (laughs) And we're gonna set lyrics to half of these songs, so they take the Albert Einstein. (laughs) Like they make the like. There is so much wrong with what's going on here. They first of all, they set. First of all, (laughs) I forget the original um, author of the Nutcracker, like the original story, but totally turning in his grave right now. Second of all, they um, they they have this nutcracker theme with lyrics which just doesn't work but then you decide for arguably one of the most important songs and a, a pivotal moment in explaining like freedom and whatnot. you're gonna have Albert Einstein sing about the theory of relativity like did, like, does this make any sense this is a Christmas movie by the way if you couldn't tell
0: from the <laughs> yeah. description you definitely might not be able to
1: <laughs> well that's the funniest part is um Nothing other than this movie taking place around Christmas. There is nothing in this movie that signifies it's Christmas. Like it's like they they just basically all all the themes and decoration and and whatever is just stuck in the background while you're forced to watch piss poor performances by everyone, you know, (laughs) and like I get that. You know, there's child actors in this, and sometimes you gotta cut a child actor some slack. But man, it just seems like there were so many scenes in this movie that they knew the actor fucked up or could have done better, and said, "Nah, just keep rolling."
0: Like, let's like, take
1: all. It, it, yeah, it, it's just the 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 delivery, the dialogue is poorly written and bad enough on its own merits, but like. The fact that they couldn't even deliver the lines makes it 10 <laughs> times worse. But yeah, so so he gives them this nutcracker and uh, they're doing the theory of relativity. And w- <laughs> what I absolutely love about this is towards the end of the song, they end up in their bedroom. And Max and Mary just end up spazzing out doing a dance that I don't even know what they were doing. They look like monkeys. And why was why was Max spanking his ass? <laughs> Did you notice that? Yeah. Why are you having a little kid spank his ass to the theory of relativity set to the Nutcracker theme?
0: What are you? you it's <laughs> funny because, like, just ex- describing <laughs> what is happening in the movie is so fucking funny when you just think about what you're actually saying. <laughs> I didn't think about that this is a real movie.
1: By the way, this is the first not even 10 minutes of the movie.
0: we're (laughs) We're only just getting started.
1: We are only getting started. So later that night, of course, we all saw this coming. That creepy ass nutcracker comes to life. And if that wasn't bad enough, he grows to human height. So now he is the scale of Mary. And I don't know... What they were thinking with the character design of the Nutcracker, because it has to be one of the worst Christmas-themed yeah. nightmare fuel I've ever seen. Like It also
0: doesn't look like a Nutcracker.
1: It also doesn't look like a Nutcracker. You know what it looks like? It looks like if Pinocchio and Terrence and Phillip had an orgy and had a kid. Oh, yeah like like yeah, it doesn't yeah, like, even, like with a napoleon hat like what what, yeah. what there's no the lack of consistency in all of this is mind boggling <laughs> right like cuz there's i understand taking um source material and doing and flavoring it your own. A perfect example. Um I don't know if you watched this. I actually watched the Del Toro Pinocchio recently, which I oh, thought yeah,
0: I'm dying to see it. which
1: was fucking phenomenal. Um I think yeah. he did an amazing job. The animation was beautiful. I would actually say the music was probably the weakest part, but not not the point. The the movie was great, but Del Toro understood like cuz this was his passion project. He understood w- what it means to take a source material and not only keep it faithful but then make it your own it seems like whoever directed this I, I think didn't the same guy who did like Turner and Hooch direct this or some shit I don't, I don't I was even
0: trying to look and I I literally could not find a single other
1: movie he did that I recognized Or Turner, Hooch, or Tango and Cash one of those T and whatever movies I don't know but I remember reading that I was like oh it was, it was also his passion project huh well <laughs> I have to passionately tell him it was horrible then. Um the so so then the, the, in another scene of just brilliant acting the maid comes in after hearing a ruckus and the absolute filth that spews from Mary's mouth is hysterical. She's like maid's like what's going on in here? Uh my pillow spontaneously combusted. Like I I know how stupid things kids say can sound but that is unbelievable coming from a child. Like that's not even and and keep in mind it's not that Ma- Mary's not like 3 years old, right? L- yeah. Like like what what is she like 13, 12, 11, I, I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah I don't yeah. know.
1: Somewhere somewhere in that age range. So you really think they're going to buy that story? But the best part is the maid's like, "Oh, okay." That's <laughs> It's like, what? And then they throw in, like, a sexual innuendo. She she wants to tell Mary about this time this old guy was, like, trying to fuck her. I'm like, what do you push her out of the fucking room? Like, oh, man. This was one of the most painful scenes to watch. And um, that's saying something. And that's saying something because it gets a lot worse than this. So, NC. God, I fucking hate that name um <laughs> says he must talk to his friends in, in the dollhouse which so when uh, albert when albert fucking einstein first delivers this dollhouse it it has like a group of these characters and and he kind of breaks down who they are and and what a shock this ends up being the characters that come to life in the dollhouse so they pull some alice in wonderland shit and they and they go through the sitting room which is now like super big to them and uh you see these toys that uh, are now the same height and equally as creepy. We have a chimpanzee. Get, um, the animation
0: is not great.
1: No, it's not. We have a chimpanzee who's just for some reason in a business suit. Um, we have an opera singer, clown fatty, who's like basically Pagliacci, right? Like, like when, and when they come in, he's like saying a sad song. Cause uh, w- what? Like his food dropped or something. I don't even remember. Um, and Idiot. then and then a drummer boy Named Sticks Hell yeah Sticks <laughs> oh, uh, Gail, I, I don't even There's nothing else to even comment with this Because I, I, I don't even I don't even know what they were thinking With doing anything in this movie Um But after that wonderful introduction They all have Um they uh, they meet the snow fairy who is looks a lot like Mary's mother I wonder why that is um, <laughs> she then proceeds to tell Mary that uh, NC is a, actually not a nutcracker he's a prince who got cursed and his kingdom got taken over by the rat king <laughs> who is an anthropomorphic rat hybrid this
0: is my favorite character in the movie (laughs)
1: played by john totoro if you were wondering earlier who john totoro is in this movie he is the rat king and boy that is hysterical casting um for no other reason than obviously this movie is so totally all over the place that they had to pick somebody like so neutral but still had a name in hollywood like i wonder how much money he accepted for this because
0: we could probably find it and look it up
1: yeah you know what let's i want to see how much did john get paid for the nutcracker i hope i get an answer to this uh holy shit okay wait filmmaker work i did get a headline filmmaker works 40 years to make nutcracker 3d no way
0: there's no way
1: no i can't i be. hope
0: that's not true
1: the russian by bringing out 3d is all changes oh my god i think this might be true <laughs> oh no <laughs> Wait, I need to know like did, how much did Toro get for this one? I need to know how much money he got for this. Yeah, I I, I don't know. Hopefully we can, we can figure this out. But anyway, um yeah, so he's the rat king. And and all the rats in this movie are just they look like a TikTok filter. Like it, it's it's just like they look, they look like the who's from the grid. They do look like the who's. And I don't know, like I feel like that was intentional. Like maybe they, they were just, "Hey, bro, we need we need the designs of the rats." Oh, okay. I just watched The Grinch. Maybe we'll do that.
0: Use that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then and then because like this apparently had to be a psycho story. There's also a rat queen, but is his mother? So like it like the dynamic there is okay. Is like I don't even want to touch that. Um, but you find out she's the one who was able to turn uh NC into a Nutcracker. Um, and uh and and then they cut back to him and they once again set lyrics to the Nutcracker ballad. It just doesn't work at all. Um, and then she just somehow, after touching his hand a little bit, uh turns NC back into a boy. Um, because she believed like there's so much there's so much non-explanation for everything that happens in this film is like the
0: other thing also by, by the way worth mentioning many many times is let's not forget that the rat king and the rats in this movie are nazis <laughs> they're nazi rats
1: oh i i was getting to that yeah i was,
0: I was hoping that because it, it needs to be seen. oh
1: yeah um and they're yeah. Not just no, and they they are they are not shy about that imagery. They go fucking yeah. hard with it. And yeah. when we get to like um towards the end, I'll I'll explain like where I was like what the fuck were they thinking? Um but yeah, so he turns back into a boy temporarily, which is the biggest bullshit ever, like even in a kids movie. I'm like how do you explain this? Um, and then they decide um, they're just going to dance real quick. Okay. And then just like a a, a bootleg uh, Epcot cast of characters just circle the tree and, and dance for absolutely no reason at all. Um, and then uh, NC takes Mary to to the top and they could see his city. And then, um, because I remember this in The Nutcracker, a giant uh, erect metallic ship just bursts from the ground and Nazi rats pour out of it. Um, And it turns out that the Rat King is not... Who knew that the Nazi rat wasn't a good guy because this whole time he's been oppressing uh, NC's people and forcing them to work in factories, um, which is... is, is, (laughs) This is even stupider because he's doing this so that dark clouds can form and block out sunlight, which he is afraid of. So, like, let's just chill for a second, take a step back, and reevaluate this. So, most—I mean, most movies, not even just Christmas films—I—I I, I, I am usually okay with, um. The antagonist's nefarious plot. But he's doing this to block sunlight. Like, it's so stupid. It's not even to, like, conjure up some fucking weird rat demon or something. It's because he's afraid of the sun.
0: Once again, this is supposed to be an adaptation of The Nutcracker. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I just, man, I <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> oh, but I love when they they cut to um, the Rat King, and he's in his lair or factory or whatever, and they bring in that guy, and they start threatening him. They straight up rip the scene from The Dark Knight, where the Joker goes, wanna see a magic trick and slams the guy's head into the table. Totoro literally says, wanna see a magic trick, takes the guy's head, smashes it into a table with how fitting nuts and cracks them. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. So so far in this movie, we've had Albert Einstein, we've had Nazi rats, and we had a direct reference from The Dark Knight. What on earth is happening here? If they were going for funny, this movie would be
0: fucking hilarious. But they're not. That's the problem. I know. This is all played
1: serious. I know. And I had that exact thought because right after that happens, the Nazis break out into a dancing number, which made me think like Mel Brooks must have directed this. But no, because it's a bad movie and it's not a straight for laughs comedy. Um. Oh, yeah. And then decides to just kill a fucking shark for absolutely no reason. Yeah, like, like like, what on what earth? What on earth were you proving by doing that? That you're just... Oh. Bro, like... <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. Oh, I think I need a breather. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I I really, I really hope Totoro got, like, I I would, I would hate to find out he accepted, like, 50 grand for this role.
0: Oh, my God, imagine.
1: Well, I wonder, I wonder what Totoro was doing at the time. Maybe, maybe he was just desperate for work.
0: (laughs) Could be. Maybe he wanted, like, a new pool in his house or something, and he was like, all right, I'll do this.
1: Yeah, and he he gets a fucking piece of paper, and he's like, a Nutcracker 3D. Honey, we're getting that pool in. <laughs> Just like fuck all and then he sees it and then he's like, What have I done? Um like the pool wasn't worth it. The pool was not worth it. Um
0: <laughs> I'm trying to see what he what else he was doing around this one This is the only movie he made in 2010. The previous year he was in a Transformers movie, and the next year he was in Cars 2 and another Transformers movie. So those are Humongous budget movies that he probably got paid a lot for,' so, like why did he do this movie?
1: I'm telling you that pool man
0: <laughs> I just like
1: <laughs> the idea of John Turturro and Nathan Lane working together too is so funny to me like yeah, I don't even know like, but but I feel like they probably didn't even see each other on the set, yeah. Like it's because they're not in scenes together. Um, oh, another thing that they decide to do is is they they make Albert the, like kind of the pseudo narrator. Like he just breaks the fourth wall randomly throughout the movie, like with no rhyme oh, or you reason. That
0: this is Albert Einstein, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and
1: by, this is Albert Einstein. I just I I can. How were you? who was in that meeting when when they were like all right here's my vision for the film so we have Albert Einstein wait excuse me no 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 trust me we have Albert Einstein give a dollhouse how did nobody in that room be like why where does he fit into this <laughs>
0: excuse me did you say albert einstein am i (laughs) hearing this correctly
1: (laughs) yeah hmm upon (laughs) reflection i think it could work for this christmas movie (laughs) so um mary suggests that they destroy the factories but little do they know that uh two of the rat king's little spies um were actually uh, stalking them and report back to the rat king and the rat queen that uh, he somehow turned back into a boy. Um so the rat queen uh proceeds to get shit faced and that somehow turns NC back into the nutcracker. Um I don't even know what that potion was. It was very odd. And her eyes the whole scene, I was like I was like, is this like this is you know how there's horror movies that try so hard to create a character that's like sinister or creepy? Like they did uh-huh. this unintentionally in this film. Yeah. Like this. Yes, yeah,
0: there's is... a lot of horrific special effects of this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like this pack of robotic Rottweilers just cut the tree down. And then this is uh when Mary just suddenly wakes up in her own bed and runs downstairs. Um She's like, where's NC? I gotta get him. And the parents are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what? And then she proceeds to uh, encourage the cowardly dog an explanation out of her ass. And uh, the parents are like, we do not believe you. And I do not blame them for not believing her. Because that sounds fucking crazy. <laughs> um, And then they decide, uh, you know what? We're going to blame Albert for this. <laughs> Cause he's the one who gave uh, my daughter this nutcracker. So the father wants to speak to the uncle alone um, and demands he stays out of the children's lives, which is just like, again, like when I was saying earlier, there's really no rhyme or reason when it comes to like these scenes or, or nor are they fleshed out like. She comes downstairs and, and is just riled up about a nutcracker from a bad dream. And the father's immediate instinct was, Got it. I'll divorce my uncle from the family. That's perfect. Like, my Uncle Albert Einstein. Right. Like, there wasn't even, if there was a scene in the middle of like, it may maybe like a real psychotic breakdown or something. And then he talks to the uncle, I could maybe understand that. But then um, Albert just takes all of this in and then decides to respond by uh, singing about the dad's childhood and how he had a prized pebble because he's like, Do you know something? You've once a kid. And then just... <laughs> and of course, they were like, it was a pebble. You know, they couldn't have been like a, a wooden car or something. It was like, it was a pebble. And then this is meant to invoke some half-assed emotion out of him and wakes him up to the reality that he grew up and didn't give a fuck, similar to the other 7 billion people on this planet. Um, and then this, like, makes him open up his eyes more. And then, by the way, nothing comes of that. They, they Like, this isn't, like, there's no, like, big redemption at the end where he, like, ex- apologizes to the family or marry, or there's no heartwarming resolution it's like they just use this as it's not even a plot device it's just like oh i guess he's gonna somehow remain in their life so we'll have the father cry over a pebble real quick and then that explains it um so sure enough nc's back baby because we're not getting rid of him even though i'm pretty sure in the original nutcracker this is where it should just end anyway but Now we have this whole Nazi subplot. Um, and he's it's like, It's not even a subplot, it's the plot, right? That's true, yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, tell he's trying to round up an army to fight a rat king, which, uh, you know, will go, we'll, we'll go pretty well. Uh, Max is awoken and decides he's going to join the fight, even though. It was made clear from the beginning of the movie that he loves to break toys, and they're kind of fighting on the side of toys. So it's that's interesting. Which, which again, is like it's such a piss poor plot device to explain how the Rat King like kind of sort of recruits him, but yeah. just ends up kidnapping him anyway. Um, so yeah, Matt, uh, NC gets kidnapped as well. But they they find that uh, all the toys are being held captive in the fireplace. Um, and 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 this is another awkward scene because they can never decide tonally what the Rat King is. It's like they pass him off as like this Nazi general guy. But then he's just like also silly. But then sometimes he's a bubbling, bumbling buffoon. Like he's yeah. not smart at all. So like they don't know what this character is. So it's like even when the kids are introduced to him, Mary's like, I'm not afraid of you. And I'm like, I don't blame you. <laughs> like he's 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 nothing. <laughs> His mother is scarier than him. <laughs> um so after briefly tormenting them, he kidnaps the toys and lures Max back to the city because he likes to break toys and He's going to induct him into his Nazi regime. Um uh, after this, Mary discovers that uh, weird chimp guy, G- Galgood Galgood, I don't even remember the name. Um, who somehow managed to escape. I don't know how. Uh I guess they said, Wow, you're a chimp in a suit. I guess you're free to go. Um <laughs> Uh, And and then they just decide to completely break the rules of the universe and find a portal to that city right in the house attic. And it's like, okay, how convenient. Um, And and they end up... Just introduce portals to the story. Yeah, they just introduce portals. Um, So they don some disguises and they search the city. Um, And this is where I was talking about earlier with this Nazi imagery. So now you see the center of the town... Where toys are being taken from children, everyone's crying, and there's like this big pile that they're gonna burn toys, which, mind you, the toys are alive. So,
0: yes, this is the toy holocaust. So, the not fact, an exaggeration.
1: right, so the fact you have these Nazi rats burning toys that are alive. Why did they do any of this? Why? Why did they? Why did they allow this movie to be released? I cannot. I cannot imagine being in the cutting room of this film, see, seeing the final print of it, and being like, "Oh my God, beautiful, <laughs> It's Ooh. and and again. It's supposed to be a Christmas film. It's supposed to be an adaptation of the Nutcracker. We've just had none of that. There's none of yeah. that. They, they, Zero. It, this, is like they, this is like they had an idea for a movie similar in nature and decided we're going to copy and paste the Nutcracker over it.
0: And the movie that they had in mind that was not the Nutcracker is the most insane thing you've ever heard in your entire life. <laughs> The movie that, the the script that they uh, actually adapted, they found on, like, a park
1: bench somewhere covered <laughs> in, like, dirt and blood. No, nah, it's straight up. I I hope that headline was false, that this guy worked on this movie for 40 years.
0: I hope so, too.
1: I truly hope so. God, can you imagine an alternate reality where this became, like, a fucking cult classic? <laughs> There's still time. I, it's, there, only, it's only
0: 2010.
1: That, you know that oh shit that's a good point you make <laughs> um uh if i'm ever mad at my future children i'm gonna make them watch this This is a big um, punishment. so now max realizes like the severity of this he's like hey maybe i don't want to be associated with nazis um and he is like uh i want to go home uh rat king decides uh no 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 um Oh yeah, and the best part is they break out into another number for some reason because they were like, you know what, maybe maybe, maybe the Nazis burning alive toys in the town center was a little too harsh. Let's let's do a song <laughs> and dance real quick. Um, yeah. So the Rat King decides, okay, Max is gonna stay in this castle with me, um, and then they uh, sneak into one of the factories and 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 just somehow stumble upon nc and the rest of the toys uh which i love it's just like there's never any explanation for any of this it's just it's just scene to scene to scene the progression
0: wait hold on just because we were talking about the the like funding of this movie and everything this is what i let me read a quote that i just found about this movie from a 2022 article it says that the film was primarily financed by VEB.RF a Russian state development corporation chaired by Vladimir Putin and that it was the most expensive Russian film ever made (laughs) no I had to I wanted to look up like where like what studio whatever made this and that is what I found
1: you're telling me we just spent an hour talking about a Putin funded movie yep Oh, my fucking God.
0: This movie was funded by Vladimir Putin.
1: About Nazis.
0: Uh, Yeah, about Nazi rats.
1: (sighs) That is so much to unpack.
0: Absolutely incredible.
1: Holy fuck. (laughs) Well,
0: that's the end of the episode. (laughs) The movie also was a a loss of over $73 million at the box office.
1: Yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh
0: my god I cannot believe that that this movie was funded by Vladimir Putin that's incredible
1: Vladimir Putin's The Nutcracker 3D <laughs> oh man that's insanity it also um,
0: does say that the director said it was a dream project for over 20 years
1: that is so sad holy shit
0: but yeah I just needed to interject with that fact because it was so mind blowing to me that it needed to be included in here.
1: Oh yeah, I see. I'm glad you did because I wouldn't have even known. <laughs> um I, now I need to look up all the trivia of those movies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly kind of hard to find. There's not a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I remember I remember trying to look up some stuff about it and yeah, there really wasn't a lot and I can't imagine why there's not a lot about this movie. <laughs> really puzzling.
0: Yeah, I wonder.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um so Mary rescues NC from being burned, you know, alive by the Nazi rats, and tells him that she loves him, which then breaks the curse. I, again, absolutely no rhyme or reason to this. Gets turned back into a boy permanently, and all the factory workers see their prince alive and are like, you know what? I guess this is a good enough time to retaliate. (laughs) So they fight back against the rats, um, and they try to shut down the factory. And then no adaptation of the Nutcracker would be complete without the helicopter chase scene. So (laughs) the Rat King and Queen (laughs) decide to escape in a helicopter, and they kidnap the kids. But the monkey and the Nutcracker somehow board the helicopter and they fight the rat King in, in what is probably sadly the most exciting part of the movie, which is literally a 20 second struggle on top of a helicopter. Um, and they managed to not completely crash land into a pile of toys. <laughs> um, and in one of the most disturbing parts, uh, and and there's no again. There's, I know I've said this the whole podcast, but no explanation of this at all. The both the king and the queen just just revert to rats and flee the city. Just, just that's it. The, Done. the Helicopter lands pretty safely into like a pillowy mound of toys, and they just they just escape as rats. No final confrontation. No nothing. That was it. So. <laughs> pretty much all for naught. But then, you know, magically pieces restored to the kingdom and sees crown the king and there's the most flowers I think I've ever seen in a film since Midsummer. Um and 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 this is when Uh, Mary begins to wake up The snow fairy's like You gotta wake up Your family's gonna miss you She's like I fucking hate my family I wanna stay here forever I was like I don't blame you Uh, (laughs) But before she leaves And she's like We'll meet again Wink And then sure enough Mary wakes up And uh, the parents give a Seriously half-assed apology and is like we'll spend more time with you, which, by the way, there there nothing other than them just not being present in the beginning of this movie even leads to this being the message of the film. It's it's like they should they could have set it up with one minute of exposition where they were just like the parents are never around. Nope. Okay. No, but you know why they ruined that is because Albert Einstein had to walk through the door in that moment. Why they wrote they wrote it out of the film? That's that's why. I
0: laugh every time we mention the fact that Albert Einstein's a character in this movie,
1: played by Nathan Lane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this man has won an award in every major category mm-hmm. across film, television, and Broadway, and he's Albert Einstein in the Nutcracker 3D. So funny! just—it's amazing. You can't write this. The director <laughs> couldn't write this. Literally. <laughs> So she goes downstairs and Uncle Albert's just there and introduces her to his new neighbor who looks suspiciously like N.C. Whoa, I can't believe it. Is it him? The audience gasped in wonderment and mystique and then realized who gives a fuck because all they do is go ice skating. In what seems like the biggest uh, disgrace of a set I've ever seen. And then the film just ends. That's it. That's the nutcracker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know about you, but uh, (laughs) quality film. Uh, That's a 10 out of 10 to me. I I think we were being a little too harsh on it.
0: It, I, is, uh, it is definitely a movie. I'll give it that.
1: <laughs> they made a movie. I hate. They
0: definitely made a movie.
1: I hate how big of a budget this film had.
0: Well, it, it didn't. It made. It, it is one of the biggest flops of all time. So
1: good. It didn't make it back. <laughs> good. It just. Man.
0: <laughs> and it's the most expensive Russian film ever made.
1: I, I still cannot believe that. I still can't. What's a, on what's the guy's name? Andre Kanchalovsky? Oh. I
0: don't even know how to
1: pronounce it. Yeah, what has he? Hang on. What is what he is
0: did he, make um, uh, tango and cash? You were right.
1: Oh, tango and cash. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I was trying to figure out which one of those he did. Which that is also hysterical to me. Um, yeah like what <laughs> uh I I need to I need to look up more trivia of this there's not a lot so we could just run through this real quick
0: yeah it's actually difficult to find the facts about it but there the Wikipedia had better uh trivia than the IMDB but even then it's there I feel like there's so much more behind the story in this movie that we're not seeing.
1: Ellie Fanning would later voice a character learning ballet to obtain the lead role in The Nutcracker in Leap 2016. The film does not credit the original Nutcracker and The Mouse King story, no shit, nor its It's author, E.T.A. Hoffman. Probably a good idea. (laughs) Um, This is the only version of The Nutcracker with a 0% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) Which is you know, is impressive because there's been bad Nutcracker adaptations. Yeah.
0: Zero, the zero on Rotten Tomatoes is not easy to get, though.
1: Right, like it is
0: difficult
1: to achieve. Like I think the last time I saw that was Bucky Larson.
0: Yeah, that's one of the other big yeah. ones.
1: Um. So okay, so here, here's the one that just really sends it home for me. Uncle Albert was hinted throughout the movie to be famous scientist Albert Einstein through references to relativity and even equal MC squared appearing at one point.
0: That is true.
1: That is true. It was on the chalkboard. This match. This would match up because Albert Einstein was alive at the time of the movie and lived in Germany, very close to Austria. Fun fact. (laughs) Oh man. During the scene where Mary first meets Sticks, Tinker, and Gailgood when they're all downstairs on the dollhouse and Sticks appears to be spinning a drumstick with his fingers, he's actually not spinning it. Did you know this, Blake? He's Maybe actually not. not spinning it. He's just turning his hand so that it looks like the drumstick is spinning. Why is this a trivia fact? Why is this all they could find?
0: <laughs> Someone needs to write a book about this movie. Someone need, Some journalist needs to go deep into the creation of this movie and write a book about it because it connects to Vladimir Putin and and Albert Einstein. It's 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 got the stories there. They music. need to make like a, a movie about this movie.
1: Yeah they do. <laughs> um, the music for the songs in this film was adapted from the works of Peter Tchaikovsky who composed the music for the ballet The Nutcracker uh, NC is both the initials of Prince Nicholas Charles and short for Nutcracker thank you IMDB <laughs> truly well oh, spoilers Ellie Fanning's character in this movie is named Mary which is actually her own real first name gasp <laughs> Ellie Fanning's first film of the 2010s and her last <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man <laughs> fuck this movie (laughs) i you know and the weirdest part is is there there are movies like this i've watched that still somehow manage to have like a weird childish charm to it but like this just who was this made for
0: as soon as you throw in the toy the christmas toy holocaust it's hard to have the charm (laughs)
1: Oh, this movie was not made for children. Who was this made for? Putin. This movie was made for
0: people who've completely lost their mind.
1: <laughs> I imagine there is a man who just spends Christmas alone every year in Russia who watches this movie.
0: In like a stack in like the wilderness in Russia.
1: Yeah, he's got like a tank top on with like a pot roast stain that he never cleans out. Just yeah, has like, his.
0: We watch Nutcracker.
1: Just has a big old bottle of kerosene vodka. <laughs> says, "I'm going to watch the Nutcracker." <laughs> at just it's time. And he has like the shitty paper 3D glasses, but he doesn't even have. Yes. He doesn't even have the 3D copy of the film. He just puts the I glasses on. I
0: wish I could on. go to the theater and watch this
1: in 3D. Yeah, when is the re-release of this in theaters? Where's
0: the Criterion for this? no you know who needs to do this vinegar syndrome needs to do
1: this <laughs> is this even on physical media I'm so curious you could not rent it on Amazon so I
0: don't know I don't think so
1: <laughs> Nutcracker let's see Nutcracker the Untold Story Blu-ray wait someone's selling it on eBay for three dollars new and sealed buy, buy it buy now
0: <laughs>
1: I might honestly buy it <laughs> I need to do some deep dive I might might do a video I might do like a companion video review of this movie this was so this was a fever dream I cannot believe this This was real
0: next year we need to do like a live stream just watch this movie and like and like riff on it
1: (laughs) that would actually be pretty great Um, yeah you can't let's see this came out 2011 so a year later Oh man. I get subtitles in Spanish too. Alright. Perfect. Perfect. I I can't see why I wouldn't want this movie. Oh, I just this reminds me because I just saw a screenshot on Blu-ray.com of the Rat King peering through that fucking big steel door where Mary's trapped. What is up with the way their mouths open up and yeah, court? Like they're crazy looking. Like they're like, I don't You think Totoro, like, still has one of those rat masks?
0: I think that after this movie, he went to, like, the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, people to have it erased from his memory.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I actually heard that John Totoro method acted for this role. (laughs) He lived like a rat for six months.
0: Like a Nazi rat. (laughs)
1: He was like, <laughs> I am a rat, but I also love him. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, this has um, surely been an experience, and you know what? In a fucked up way, I'm glad I watched it. This I'm, Listen, it, it has
0: potential to be a cult classic. It, it really do, does. It,
1: does. Exactly it, abs- it absolutely does. And like you said, maybe in another 30 years.
0: Yeah, put this in front of the right people, this could be a cult classic, because it's so insane. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I, I was scrolling through the letterbox reviews, and you know, one person mentioned, which is also really funny, is that this is technically a Christmas movie, and Albert Einstein was Jewish. <laughs>
1: Oh man! There's
0: the icing on the cake.
1: So that's even funnier to me because that means that they sat in that meeting room and were like, "Okay, here's a new, here's a new um, revised script. I think you're really gonna love what we did with it." Why is this guy Albert Einstein? Oh, you know, it makes sense. Like, you know, they're in Vienna and he lived close to there. What did he celebrate Christmas? Oh, I don't know. We don't need to fact check that or anything. Let's just put him in the movie. Oh man, him being Jewish is hysterical.
0: Isn't that hilarious? I
1: didn't even think of it. Hello, hello, children. It is your Jewish uncle, Albert Einstein. <laughs> oh, oh man. Oh man. Okay, so. I just, I just glimpsed real quick at a review for Roger Ebert, and he writes, From what dark night of the soul emerged the wretched idea for the Nutcracker in 3D? <laughs> one of those rare holiday movies that may send children screaming under their seats. Oh, man. True. Oh, fucking Dude. amazing. Who gave it a B plot? Let's see. I and- saw that
0: one, and, it, and in that review the the B plus review it's only, one of the only positive reviews the movie got and the reviewer says that she thinks that the movie could be a cult classic the same way we're saying it
1: yeah here's your cult ready midnight movie program yeah yeah I'm gonna call it now it, I think it's gonna be a cult classic I think it's, it could be it has the potential it really it, does <laughs> I just I really wonder man do you think I could just like put together a little documentary you think I could reach out to all these people. And just, like, put together a documentary.
0: Uh, some of them might, might. Uh, I don't know if John Turturro wants to talk about this movie.
1: Probably not. Well, the director's 85 now, and he still lives in Russia. Um, All
0: right, so he might talk about it.
1: Yeah, he might be down. He would probably just fucking send him this. Uh, I feel like he's got pull. I feel like he's friends with Putin. You think he's friends with Putin? I
0: mean, he funded the movie.
1: Yeah, I think so. Nathan Lane, though, I need, I really need to know who who blackmailed him. Who who did this? Who did this? Well, the sad part is Nathan Lane probably saw it, it was the Nutcracker and was like, oh, I would love to do something like that because he's a song and dance man. So, yeah. it, so it makes sense. But can you imagine getting that script and seeing a theory of relativity song in your Christmas story and just being like, you know what? I think this could be genius. Yeah. Oh, man. I would kill to be a fly on the wall during development of this film. Holy <laughs> shit. Ooh. Okay. Well, I think I've exhausted this. <laughs> As I mean, there's as not possible. much left to say. There's not much left to say. Be, stay tuned for the book that we're gonna publish. But yeah, <laughs> but the te- the tell all the Nutcracker story. <laughs> oh man! But uh, despite all of this, it did not ruin my Christmas. <laughs> I still had a. It happy might have holiday. even enhanced it. It might have enhanced it. Honestly, it really might have. That's why I started this podcast to talk about shitty Nutcracker adaptations. this this is is why we do this (laughs) but yeah um, we are uh, quickly approaching the end of the year so we will do a wrap up show at some point there's a few more films I have to watch that I still unfortunately have not seen that I definitely think are going to be in my top list yeah my,
0: my, my end of the year list this year is thick with good movies there was a lot of good movies this year
1: yeah, it's uh, it's funny because it, it just goes to show like how um how time moves in such a weird way. I look at all these movies from this year. I'm like, oh my god, all of this was in the same year.
0: Yeah, like like I looking through my list, like Jackass came out this year. I forgot that that even yeah. came out this year.
1: Yeah, exactly. I yeah, was not that like February or March? Or, yeah. yeah, February. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Oh man. A lot of good shit, so I want to be able to like catch up. Like, you know, I still got to see Top Gun Maverick and Elvis. Yeah, you
0: do need to see it. That's on Paramount Plus now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll probably just do that over the weekend. I'll ring in the new year with Top Gun. (laughs) You should. You should. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Top
0: Gun Maverick was my number one for the most of the year until until last week. But we'll talk about it on the on the wrap up episode.
1: Oh, we we will talk about. Norbit two, baby <laughs> well then this has been the Silver Screen Fiends podcast I'm your host Sam
0: and I'm Blake
1: and we truly apologize <laughs> for taking up your time
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're so sorry for recording
1: <laughs> everyone stay safe this have a happy new year
0: older. don't let the Nazi rats bite
1: don't want to buy it. Otherwise, John <laughs> Dutero gets a residual check.
0: Built to last, they think you're Never mind after all, when you meet a petite, short and sweet, Savor sink think you're tall. Up is down, take is give, in is out, whisper shout, there's no doubt, it's all relative. Who's to say what?
1: Is or is not? All right, your sure, Plot. You do. Everything's relative. Everything's relative. Right.
0: Everything's relative. Everything's relative. Right. Every point of view is you. simply up to you
1: is you. how your dreams come through is you. as real as by you. This is that. These are those what to save what's ideal, what to
0: feel.